welcome to the Moms Career Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Carla Jallo, and I'm on a mission to help working mamas everywhere navigate the tricky terrain of where work life meets mom life. I'm blowing the lid off of every misconception that exists in regards to what it looks like to be a modern working mom. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Mom's Career Guide podcast. I'm your host, Carla Jallo, and this is actually episode two. Um, I'm still really, you know, feeling this whole thing out and and evolving into this role. So, you know, I just want to put that out there first and foremost um, and just ask you to to kind of grow with me as we move along. Today, I want to talk about COVID-19 and the effect that it's had on women in the workplace. Um, Quite frankly, if you're like me, you're probably sick and tired of hearing about this pandemic and just dissecting the ins and outs of it. But I honestly just didn't think that I could launch this podcast without going down this road. And reason being, um, well, one of the reasons behind it is that this was honestly the, the pandemic and everything. It's really one of the, the main catalysts behind me starting this thing. Um, the pandemic effect on women in the workplace has been astonishing and um, not in a good way necessarily. And so with that being said, um, I, I thought it would be a good idea to really go down the rabbit hole of the stats and the figures and, you know, really put some quantifiable numbers to what it's doing to women in the workplace so we can really wrap our minds around the whole thing and um, and then, you know, really look for solutions and then also some silver linings at the end of all of this and what we can hope to um, maybe glean from this experience going into 2021. So with that being said, I think let's just get started. So like many of you, um, the pandemic really caught me off guard in March of 2020, which feels like like 10 years ago, even though it was, what, eight or nine months ago. Um, so, you know, going back to March of 2020, I was bebopping along. I had started a new business, EOS Career Consulting. I'd started that company in 2019. And so I was really in the throes of trying to get that off the ground. I was working from home and also being a stay-at-home mom to my very fresh new son. And um, my daughter, I had transitioned her out of full-time daycare into like a part-time Mother's Day Out program and I needed her, you know, at daycare those two days a week because otherwise I could just get absolutely nothing done. And so, you know, when the pandemic hit, my husband came home, my daughter came home, the nanny that I hired part time, that was off the table, that was no longer working. And so, you know, here we all were just kind of thrown into... um remote working, living. Um, my kids were young, you know, or, or young enough that they weren't, I wasn't doing remote learning, at least not at that stage. Um, but it was certainly a lot um, trying to balance everything. And, you know, 
like it, it was funny. My husband, he would go down to the, the basement and expect to get, you know, a full eight-hour workday in completely uninterrupted while we were all upstairs and I was, you know, keeping everything afloat and getting absolutely zero alone time, not even to use the bathroom. So I, in order to do work, I'm sure a lot of you were doing this too, I was getting up early, staying up late, you know, well past my children's bedtimes, well past my bedtimes, just to kind of like mark things off the list, get things done, keep this new business that I had just started afloat. And so I was at this point with EOS Career Consulting where I was really ready and about to like go out into the community and start, you know, um, pitching my company to, um, you know, going into universities, um, just different types of cold calling that, I, you know, that I was accustomed to doing in the sales world. I was going to use those skills for my own business. And so my entire business model had to change and had to adapt um, to COVID-19. So I started really doing a, a big online push. I offered a lot of career coaching, honestly, for free, like with the mom project. And then um, on my own, I did a lot of, I did a program called the EOS Gives Back program where I was doing a lot of free career coaching. So in that regard, it really changed the scope of how I was working and what I was doing, my business model, things of that nature. Um, But on a personal level, I think I was just, in a lot of, um, I don't know, I guess you could say I was in crisis mode. I, you know, we were stocking up on groceries and toilet paper and, you know, just real genuinely concerned about all of our safety, um, not seeing our family, not having any extended support system available, scared to go to the doctor. I mean, I, I think all of us can, can look back at that time and um, not knowing what was coming <laughs> and how long it would last, just kind of look at that like, wow, that was that was different. That was definitely something different to go through. And then, you know, at the very same time, I would talk to, you know, a lot of moms that were just kind of relieved at the the very beginning. I'm not talking about, you know, three months into the pandemic, but, you know, week one, week two, week three, a lot of moms that I spoke with, particularly with, you know, the mom project or just friends, they were kind of like, whew, I needed the break. You know, I was working my tail off and having a hard time keeping things afloat. And so um, through those conversations, I, I really kind of um, started to examine things and look at things, honestly, um, and how they were affecting families, how they were affecting women. And on my blog at the time, I had a website called eoscareers.net, and I I started blogging about, you know, working from home with kids and um, talking about, in real time, the, the effects that the pandemic was having on women. So I guess you could say with that, with that situation, I've been very, um, I've been a close observer to it since March, like not just in my own life, but I've been reading publications and collecting data. So with that being said, um, 
860,000 women exited the workforce in September of 2020. Now, that sounds like a really large number, and it sounds like a large number because it is. Um, not just because it's women, but by by comparison to the number of men that have exited the workforce, um, their number is 200,000. So you've got 860,000 women exiting the workforce versus 200,000 men. That's what, quadruple the the number? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's insane. Um, one in four women are considering downsizing their careers or leaving the workforce due to the pandemic. And women spend 20 more hours per week on housework and childcare when compared to their male counterparts. And that's on top of their full-time jobs. Um, another stat that I think you should know is that women are twice as likely to worry that their work performance will be impacted negatively because of their caregiving responsibilities. And women report that their anxiety level and depression rates have tripled. Um, that's that's crazy, you know? I mean, that those are real numbers. Um, most of those from CNBC, by the way, you can um, you can check those. And um, you know, some of the headlines that I that I keep seeing are things like you know, working moms are reaching their breaking point, and the moms are not okay. And another staggering statistic that has really impacted moms and families is the divorce rate. The divorce rate has skyrocketed during the pandemic, and it was up 34% from March to June compared to 2019, and that's from the New York Post. And I say all of this because, you know, the divorce rate um, is directly linked to the pandemic. Um, In fact, I think it was 31% of people surveyed said that the pandemic was the direct reason for their divorce. I mean, obviously, there were probably issues before, but, you know, you throw people together, add all of the extra stress, and, I mean, it makes sense that the the divorce rate would skyrocket. I mean, it hadn't been easy in our house. I'll, I'll just say that, you know. Um, so in reading these numbers, the one thing that really struck me um, not just right now, but, you know, over the course of time is that with all of these stats, the one thing that screams at me is that, um, working women were struggling before the pandemic. They just were, you know, the 40 hour work week, the one hour commute both ways, the picking up kids from school, shuffling through daycare, um, that whole grind, pretending that you don't have kids when you're at work and being a mom like you don't work when you're with your kids, that has been weighing on women, I think, for a really, really long time. Um, another thing that struck me is that uh, women were already doing 20, I mean, were already, um, I guess you could say, carrying the load of 20 plus more hours per week of Childcare and household duties prior to the pandemic, and that is um, that's not really news, you know. I mean, it's been newsworthy throughout the the cycle the past eight months. But if you're a mom, that is not shocking to you. You are you already knew that, right? Um, 
And then uh, I would even venture to say that a lot of women is, you know, that are probably that are married and can do it um, or have, you know, a support system in place that would allow them to do that. A lot of women were probably already toying with the idea of exiting the workforce prior to the pandemic just because of all of the stuff, you know, I mean, even if they're not going to do it, I'm sure it has crossed a lot of women's minds prior to COVID-19, you know, and um, I would also say that women have always unanimously across the board, women that work have always been more likely to worry that their work performance would have been impacted negatively because of their caregiving responsibilities. That's just from my own personal experience and other books that I've read um, in regards to, or other books and other stats that I've read in regards to working moms. I know for, for myself, the first job that I took after having my daughter, um, I didn't even mention that I was a mom coming straight off of maternity leave when I accepted that position. I didn't mention it through the interview process. And I didn't mention that I was a mom until I was literally sitting in training class and had to introduce myself to the room of 50 people or however many. I think it was actually like 60 people. But anyways, I digress. Um, because it's it's been frowned upon. You know, when, when we're working, when you're working for a company and you have a very traditional type job working 40 hours a week. You're expected to basically act like a man, right? You're expected to act like a man. And um, so anyways, I, I think that none of this information comes as a shock to women. But um, I think it just is another factor in why the system is broken, right? And why... Um, all of the attention is now on women and now on kids, whereas before, um, no one was really talking about this stuff. Like, we, we, we were doing it. We were acting like it was fine. We were proving to everyone that we could do it. But silently, inside, we were all, quite frankly, kind of not, not digging it, you know? I mean, I can say... That's why I, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to start my own company because I wanted to be in control of my own schedule. I wanted to be able to tell someone I'm a mom and I love being a mom and I work and I like working. You know, you can do both. And um, I think that is, um, it's something that we're all, I guess, starting to step into and uh, starting to, to see. Uh so um, I do want to read an excerpt from the Washington Post, and um, I think this is an interesting little snippet. The entire article is actually pretty interesting, but um, just this this one little snippet speaks volumes. So even before the pandemic, our social safety net for families in the U.S. was so weak and broken, says Jessica McCrory, um, a sociologist at Indiana University who's been studying the impact of the pandemic on mothers. She and I should probably be friends. Um, and moms are the ones who've been left holding the threads. And eventually, they just can't hold on any longer. Some economists predict that the workforce exodus could set women back a generation. 
and the long-term impact on the presence and advancement of women in the professional ranks is not fully known. At the individual level, women are already feeling the pain of watching hard-earned careers evaporate along with their incomes and a significant portion of their identities. I mean, is that not everything that we've been seeing? Even if you still have your job and you're gainfully employed and your husband still has his job and he's gainfully employed and everyone's income has not been impacted, you can see how hard it has been. You have felt it. Everyone has felt this in ways that no one really anticipated, right? I mean, the two weeks to slow the spread, what we all thought was going to be a little quick vacation or a little blip in the road, has really evolved into something entirely different. And and I have to say, I have to give some serious props to the single mothers out there and to people without a good support system in place. I don't know how you're doing it. I do not know how you're doing it, and I pray for you every day because it's freaking hard. It's hard when you've got people around you and resources. And, I, you know, when you don't have those other things in place, girl, we are praying for you. You know, I mean, just just know you've got people that are thinking of you every single day. Um, now, I, I will say... We're going to transition now from the nitty-gritty to the silver lining because um, there is some silver lining in all of this. And the number one silver lining and, and what has really sparked this whole thing is that it has started a conversation, a conversation that people were not having before. You know, people would talk about working moms and, you know, um, give you a pat on the back and say, I don't know how you do it. And kind of left it there. People are just... And now the conversation has really shifted into, you know, um, the jobs that women have been doing, that working moms have been doing this entire time. And I see companies really starting to embrace the working mom and um, kind of elevate her and, and, and give people more options. So um, the Mom Project actually just did a really nice piece on um, the silver linings at work that have really come directly from the pandemic. So I want to touch on um, some of their findings from their work labs. And if you guys don't follow the Mom Project, um, give them a follow on Instagram and check out their website. They're really awesome. They um, they do recruitment for large companies that offer a lot of um, remote and flexible type jobs to professional women. Um, so, so definitely give them, give them a look, but um, so they've got something called work labs and this is where they really do research and gather insights um, from kind of the horse's mouth from women, from actual working moms that, um, that they send surveys out to. So from those surveys at work labs, they have found that 90% report that the shift to remote work has been a positive experience since the onset of COVID-19. And also uh, 55% of respondents have realized the ability to distance themselves from toxic work environments um, has been a positive shift. 
Um, and 66% of moms surveyed feel more comfortable advocating for their own needs at work. That is a pretty awesome thing, guys. Um, because before, I think women were really hesitant to be their own advocates at work. You know, we were really hesitant to talk about being a mom. And so this shift is happening, and that is a really, really good thing. Um, so flexibility has become even more of an important factor for moms, and um, that is one thing that they found in looking throughout um, their their survey at Work Labs. Um, in looking to the future, 90% of moms reported that they're now more determined to work from home than ever, at least some of the time. Um, and honestly, working from home through COVID-19 has given moms um, the space to reflect on future opportunities. An 88% report that the experience has provided more clarity with what they want from their next employer. And I have to say, I have found that with a lot of the women that I've talked to. Um, it's given people the mental space to kind of uh, figure out what they what they want to do, what they want to be when they grow up. I mean, you never really s- stop thinking about that, right? Except you don't always have time to. So that's been a really positive thing. Um, in terms of the silver linings at home, two-thirds of moms report having positively grown their relationships with their spouses, their partners, and their friends. Um, that's pretty awesome, especially when you look at that, that some other people didn't really work out that way. It's nice to see that that's been a really positive experience for, um, two thirds of the moms surveyed at the mom project. So there are some definite silver linings. Um, I would like to add that, that I'm seeing um, just a massive shift in the way that people are conducting business. I mean, even even if you're not a mom, I think um, just people with families have more options and more flexibility. My husband is working from home, you know, a couple days a week and going into the office a couple days a week. But when he's here, you know, he's able to pick the kids up from school, which allows me to actually get a little work in or a workout or or something along those lines. Um, it, it's There's been a shift across the board towards just more flexible options at work. And I think that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. There's also been just a lot more remote work options, um, remote interviews, flexible childcare options, homeschool pods. Um, there's just been a lot of people that have really rallied around families and become, you know, an extended village. I mean, people aren't hanging out with a lot of people, but, you know, they're choosing one or two kind of close neighbors and and people in their community that can help them out and, and lean on each other. And I think that's a pretty awesome thing. Um, and just overall, I see employers becoming more and more accommodating towards working moms and, um, you know, I think all of this stuff is very, very positive. And my hope, you know, in throughout this whole thing um, and as we enter 2021 is that these positive changes become permanent because 
You know, when women have more flexibility at work and more flexible childcare options and not as big of a commute and, um, you know, it, it really, really helps people have better job satisfaction and be more present with their children when they're at home. And, you know, these, these are wonderful, wonderful things. And so I think even if things, you know, even if we flipped a switch and everything went back to normal tomorrow, I hope these things really stay with us, you know. So I think we're going to leave it there. And I thank you for joining me today. And I hope to see you back here next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Mom's Career Guide. If you liked what I had to share, please take a screenshot and share that on social and tag me at the Mom's Career Guide. I look forward to seeing you back here next week.